Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Yesterday, we did our weekly Sunday gathering. And if you haven't heard me speak about that before, it's a non-denominational service that we do online on Zoom, my friends and I. And we celebrate life and the afterlife, complete with a medium demonstration at the end. Completely free. It's our way of giving back, being inspired, Each week we have a different theme, and yesterday's theme was the magic of Disney. Now, if you pay attention to Disney things, of course there's the Haunted Mansion, but Disney also has movies that deal with the afterlife or the before life, like Coco and Soul. Disney touches on several of the human values, emotions, how to live life. And we thought it would be a great opportunity to share what we love, Disney, in our Sunday gathering. And I was the one who did the address. And it dawned on me that here we are, souls having a human experience. And I compared life to being like we're going to Disney World or Disneyland. We have this great opportunity being here on planet Earth. And I have this vision in my mind that we were all souls and we get this opportunity to come here and really enjoy and experience so many things that we can't do at home. Home being the before life and where we return to in the afterlife. So as great as it may be, there are things that we don't get. Say it's good all of the time. Well, we know when things are good all of the time, they can become boring. Take your favorite food. Maybe you like pizza. You eat pizza every single day. Eventually, it gets boring. So our little soul comes to planet Earth to experience new things. Now, unfortunately, when we come here, we forget who we really are. And we're here amidst other people, amidst joy, suffering, ups and downs, and it can be tough, but eventually we go back home. So if you're a lover of Disney and you want to go to Disney World, say, on holiday, take some time, plenty of planning, plenty of money, of course, but it's a special time. You probably go with your family or some friends. And once you get there, There's all kinds of things you experience. Certainly, there's the different flavors from all over the world. If you go to Epcot, there are all kinds of different attractions. Some are exhilarating, some are scary, 
Some have pirates. Some are merry-go-rounds. We go round and round. So many different things to experience. Well, eventually, the rides are over, the trip is over, and you go back home. There are those amongst us, my friends, that come here to Earth, kind of like we go to Disneyland, but we don't experience. Do you ever feel like you're sitting in the parking lot? Everyone else has gone in, everyone else is experiencing, but you're not. And why wouldn't we? Because of fears that we might have, because of times in our life that we got hurt and that we don't want to try again. So I had this idea yesterday and I have my ups and downs as all human beings do, but I thought to myself, what if life is like Disney World? We're here for a short time. You might not enjoy everything, but there's something to learn and there's something to experience. So if you haven't seen Coco or Soul, I recommend you watch those. They're pretty darn good. And we'd love it if you would attend one of our Sunday gatherings. Again, completely free, not religious at all, and extremely inspiring. And you can find out more at wedontdie.com and then just click on the Sunday Gathering tab. So on to our show today, I want to introduce you to John Holland. John has been a friend and a longtime medium. And what struck me about him is not so much him doing medium readings, but his desire to teach people that the afterlife is real. He's an incredible man. You can find out more about him at johnholland.com. He's written plenty of books and he's just a good guy. So John, welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Thanks, Sandra, so much for having me. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. You've been on my bucket list to interview, never knowing how and when it would happen. And here we are today. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. John, how does your story start? Can you take us back to when you, you know, in the past, when you even started getting involved in mediumship and is it something you've always been aware of? or um, Yeah, just tell us your story, if you wouldn't mind. It's a long story, but I'll briefly tell you okay. as best as I can. Okay. It's, um, I was like this as a child, actually. And most mediums, um, they've had signs of, uh, of a spiritual, some type of a spiritual connection uh, when they were younger. And myself, I was very fascinated, even as a little boy, like five, six years old, in, in psychic matters, spirits, ghosts, magic, religion. Um, I had a thing for uh, an affinity for the saints, any theology books. So this is, you know, pretty interesting for a five or six year old. And my dad would try to get me um, to go outside and play, you know, baseball with my brothers. I'm one of five from New England, yes. um, Irish, Italian, Catholic. And I was always the different one. And I was very sensitive as a child. And now the, the key word right now, Sandra, as you know, is empath or empathic. Right. I guess I really was. I was just very, very sensitive. And I knew things that I couldn't, a kid couldn't possibly have known or heard. Um, I knew when someone was going to visit the house unexpectedly. I knew uh, what other people were going to say. Um, I used to dream of um, 
I thought I was dreaming of people walking in my room like spirit people, but I was actually awake. Um, and a lot of people, Sandra, they said, well, weren't you frightened by this? I, I can't be frightened or I couldn't be frightened of something that was always there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like the yeah. movies. Too many people think of like the movies. And then uh, I studied psychic uh, abilities as a kid. I was fascinated by it. You know, loved I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched, uh, the Me soap too. opera Dark Shadows. <laughs> and uh, I was always fascinated and started studying psychic abilities even as a kid. And then, but just like in society, really quickly, um, Susan, it's, you know, people, um, when you're a little different in society, you laughed at, called names. So that's, you know, so I, I pushed the ability down or didn't talk about it um, for years. And many years later, I was in an automobile accident in uh, Los Angeles, and the abilities that I had or uh, pushed away came back um, so strong. I walked away from this accident where the car was totally crushed, and I was actually thankful for that accident, believe it or not. And I believe that um, some tra- a lot of trauma happens in our life, what you do about it is the free will part. And it changed my life when I was living in California. And once that accident happened, that's when all these abilities opened up. Um, I got my life together in LA. I was a young man. The abilities were so strong that um, I, I had to learn what is happening to me. And I didn't just start doing readings. I, I wanted to know how is this happening? What are the mechanics of psychic ability? And so I, I went into even more study. People, and then people asked me to do readings. I said, no. Um, finally I started to, and then two years into doing readings, people on the other side started showing up. Uh, and I said, okay, well, here I am dealing with being a psychic and all, all the stuff that goes with that. Now what dead people are showing up mm-hmm. for me. So I didn't understand what was happening. It was different. And I started reading, reading, reading on mediumship. And I read about the Fox sisters and spiritualism and all the books that I read were from England because spiritualism started here, but took off over in England even right. more so. And one thing led to another, two weeks into reading these books on mediums, and I said to myself, if I could only go over there and study with these spiritualists, um, little did I know that you, it was here in the States, I said, if I could go to England and study, how great that would be. Two weeks into reading those books, I stepped on a person's foot at a party who were from, uh, that was from England, and that's how it all started. Synchronicity led me to England to study there, to find out how to do uh, the proper way to do mediumship, understand my own soul. Very, very intense training over in England for a few years, and then came back here, and, and that's how it all started, really. But synchronicity, I believe you're meant to do this work as a medium. I believe we all have the potential to do this, but to be a medium as a life of service, I think spirit and synchronicity led me one door opened after another and then the books happened and everything else. So unexpected, didn't ask for this, didn't know what would happen, just followed I, what I feel I was supposed to, what I was supposed to do in this lifetime, really. Oh, what was the first book that you wrote? Born Knowing. And it talks about how my childhood, talks about my family, a lot of personal stuff in there and how it all started from my very first experience um, right up into uh, going to Los Angeles, California. Pretty great. And I know what you mean about the synchronicities. It's, It's like personally with me, I feel like I'm only given the next step and I'd probably be overwhelmed with the big picture. But the amount of synchronicities and things that happen and whether you're to be a medium or not pay attention because I think each one of us has some potential. 
being. Oh, absolutely. I believe we're all born with the potential to do psychic or mediumship work, um, but to, to live a life of it is a totally different story. You know, and I believe uh, I had a high potential, obviously, when I was a kid. So I was born this way. Someone may have a lower potential for this. It's just mm-hmm. they just need to work harder at it if they really feel the calling for it. And you know, I'll t- I tell all my students, why do you want to be a medium? The number one answer should be to help people and not to be famous or because you saw someone else do it or to be, you know, to be on stage. It has, it's, an, it's a calling, actually. You know what I mean. I, I do. I am not a practicing medium, but I've certainly taken enough courses to know that it's inside me. And when if it's meant to bloom into something, it will. But to even being in a workshop with someone and to be able to give evidence of their loved one and see the reaction, it heals hearts. This is important. I mean, we have all experienced grief, especially listeners of this show. And I, John, don't think anything is more painful than the, the grief of a broken heart. And to be sure. able to shed a little bit of comfort that your loved one is very much alive. And yes, it, we can't hug them. We can't talk to them right now, but they are around John, looking at the time, we have to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to ask you more about your experience and your thoughts on this whole matter of the afterlife, improving the afterlife. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out. With BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot slash shades. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Men and women can have an excess of one hundred thousand hairs. Unfortunately. 
Before hair loss is noticed, that number drops nearly in half. But it is by no means too late. Easy to apply Reveal from Dr. Nathan Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients to revitalize the appearance of your hair for the fuller look you remember. Here's Dr. Newman. A lot of people with hair problems have come up to me showing me pictures after two months of use, after three months of use of the Reveal serum on their scalp, showing me dramatic improvement in the quality of their hair, volume of their hair, and one of the people was a woman who had lost her hair and was really thinned out. She was wearing wigs and covering it up. She was very self-conscious about it. She used it for about six months and she came to me with a big smile, nothing covering her hair. And she goes, look, you gave me my life back. And that's really why I do what I do is because I want to change people's lives for the better. And these stories give me the inspiration to go forward and develop new things. Hair loss, hereditary or not, increases with age. In fact, by age 50, roughly half of us have noticeable hair loss. It's time to get on board with Reveal. For women and men, and only at HealthyLooking.com can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping by simply entering discount code GEORGE at checkout. Easy to use Reveal at HealthyLooking.com or order by phone at 800 800- 604-3129. 24 7 at 800-604-3129. Gently revitalize your hair's appearance for a fuller look with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com. The The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we are with medium, author, and teacher, John Holland. John, there are some mediums that don't have the right intentions that are out about fame and fortune, and I'm really grateful that you are more about people. We're striving to bring the quality of mediumship, evidential mediumship, back to the way it it should be. Mm -hmm. You know why I say that? Um, is say somebody takes a course. Now remember, mine was a study of a few years, sitting with mediums every mm-hmm. once a week for two years in circle, seeing them work on stage, going to the after friendly college, the College of Psychic Studies. I wanted to do it right. I wanted right. to learn the mechanics of this. Some people get into it too fast, and if an, if an inexperienced medium is up there, one on one or on a platform or on the stage, and there's a mother in the a mother in the audience who lost a child, the hardest of losses, and the, the medium's not that great. Um, that or, or not on that mother in that audience may think I mean this is her first time seeing someone and if that's she's seen she may say well if this is what it is I'm never coming back to this right. or this kind of you know or looking for answers this way so one medium can represent all of us you know so that's why you got to be careful be prepared if you're going to do this work make sure you understand how it works and uh, practice this mm-hmm. and have the love for the spirit world be there first there's a I'm really grateful that you're you're speaking this language and have this passion because Philip Dykes and Carrie McLeod in the UK that are that same passion and they're excellent, excellent mediums. But one of their concerns is this is becoming entertainment more so than helping broken hearts. He'll, he'll break yes. broken hearts. And while 
a platform demonstration certainly can have entertainment value, sure. you know, and build energy and laughter because they are still alive. You know, we don't die. The goal really does have to be first and foremost for being the messenger from those in the spirit world. So I will... Because that's who you're really working for, Sandra. You're working for the the people on the other side. And mediumship is just more than delivering messages also. It's another thing I say. It's also helping to heal the living. Right. It's about healing the living. And I understand the entertainment value. I can be quite funny on stage. Um, I use humor. I know it's not funny losing someone. But when you have 100 to 1,000 people in the audience, you have to raise that energy of the room because it's a three-way connection. It's those on the other side, myself, and the audience. And when all three are in sync and the energy is high, then it's like a a perfect shaking cocktail. It comes out out perfect. I need that audience. I need that energy up. And and there's nothing wrong with laughing. A mother says to me not too long ago, this is the first time I... I've laughed and smiled in four months since I lost my child. And some people feel guilty laughing. It's okay. We're the ones that are still here. They want us to be happy until we see them again, too. It's a big job for a medium to to hold the attention of a thousand people, you know, so, yeah, but but I love it. Oh, Mm. yeah, you've got to. And someday we're going to be there on the other side and go, oh, I get it. Okay, I get how this works. All right, Right. you know, so we'll be on, on the other side. I just before we spoke a couple hours before I was diving through your website and everything, and I actually found your online course on mediumship through Hay House. You offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Who does that, right? That's integrity speaking. And it just showed me your passion really for training people, teaching. Well, yeah, I know which one. You're talking about Mm -hmm. the spirit communication uh, course. That is basically too, um, it's a lot of information in there for you. um, Because just like my book, Bridging Two Realms, I wrote it for the bereaved, but I also wrote it for people who want to study this to show you what it takes to have a solid, let me say that again, a solid foundation of how this works. So uh, that course is great. Uh, There's a lot of information. And just like the the book, Bridging Two Realms, realms uh learn to communicate with the loved ones on the other side is to show people that but it basically that book came to me because hay house asked me do you have another book in you and i i already wrote like five i already wrote like six and then you know a lot of other stuff with it but um i said well how many times can i how, how many different ways can you say the dead don't die i mean that we're not dead so i thought about it and i used what was in society what am i hearing lately i'm hearing empath soul people are connecting to the other side who have no training and they don't understand why it's happening is the consciousness of man changing or is the veil on the other side getting thinner right. i think it's a little bit of both so mm-hmm. it's for the bereaved and it's also for people who are curious um who want to take this to another level or just to uh um just for more information so but thank you so can you give us a maybe some tips or talk a little bit about bridging two realms a little bit if they're you know not everybody Uh, may read your book, but just is there any tools that we could use now just to feel comfortable that our loved ones are there or um, something we can do to communicate with them? Right. Be aware. I also talk about, uh, there was a book, uh, Hello from Heaven by Bill and Judy Guggenheim. They interviewed thousands and thousands of people, of people that have had experience from the other side without a medium. So that's key in there. It's calling cards from heaven is what I call it. It's, that's the dreams you have of your loved one, the, the shiny pennies you find, the dragonfly as you're thinking your mom that lands on you, uh, the smells 
or of flowers or perfume filling your house. These are after-death communications without the help of a meeting, having your own personal experience. So I list those also. But basically, it was I wanted people who were bereaved um, to show them that, look, your loved one is not gone. But when people are bereaved so much, Sandra, they, um, when somebody passes away, we're so bereaved that your loved one could be standing right beside you, uh, you know, in spirit or spiritual form. And you, f- you feel them. And many people after, when somebody loses someone, a few days or right away, they start saying, I feel like he's still here because they are. But because we're so emotional because of the loss or the bereavement, we don't feel them. Your loved ones, all they want to let you know is, we're he- I'm, I'm here. I'm right here. I'm, I'm with you. So in the book, the first part of the book, I talk about all the, where is the other side? A lot of people are like, what are my loved ones doing? Can they see me here? Do they have schools over there? So I talk about the spirit world, the levels of the spirit world, to give people a basic knowledge of this is what the spirit world is. That's our real home. That's where we really came from. And, you know, this is world, the earth here, it's, it's temporary. Um, so I, I give people an understanding of where their loved one is, not just floating in some ethereal space. And I, t- I start teaching them the connections of we're in a society right now, Sandra, everything, it, there's so much noise, so much social media, so much internet. It's just a lot of noise on the outside world. So Many times you can't even hear your intuition trying to give you a little clue because of all the noise, because uh, all this outside stuff where we're forced to go on the outside. It's getting quiet, really quiet. I was taught as, as a student, you have to make space in your own consciousness or your own mind for the spirit people, meaning you got to get all of today out of the way, all the technology for the moment that you want to connect with them. And a simple technique is you get a picture of a loved one Too many people. And, someone, and people who are listening understand this, yourself and myself, losing my mom, we remember too much how the person looked just before they passed. And that's the image that's stuck in our head, right. maybe for the rest of our lives. When I've always linked with people on the other side, they said, please tell them not to think of me this way, because sometimes it's not always an attractive thing before somebody passes away because of illness or an accident. So get out a happy picture of your loved one, the most happiest picture you can find with them smiling. And they say the eyes are the windows to the soul. Get the picture with the smiling eyes. Put it in front of you. Get a, go into a quiet room or a space in your house if you don't have a room for uh, a dedicated room. Light a small candle or a voltive candle. And just get quiet. Just get real quiet. Look at that picture and breathe like a form of a meditation. And ask your loved one. Ask them to step forward. Now, stay away from what you see in the movies. They're not going to come through a, a Star Wars 3D rift and pop into your, into your, into your house. It's, uh, in, you know, nor are you going to see, like, glitter come down or something. They have an aura, you have an aura. You may feel somebody standing right beside you. You may feel a warmth on your shoulder. You may feel a breeze. Don't explain it away. You may feel a warmth on your shoulder, and you're going to turn around and say, oh, it must be the heat. They're going to show you anywhere that they can to get your attention and just invite them in. Your child, mom, mom, step in, step in, meaning step into their space. And that's how we teach students. Step in, step into my shoes, step closer. Let me feel you and let your loved one know because they do take the cues from you. They really, really do. If they know showing you a sign or stepping close to you or you them feeling you or you're seeing things or hearing things and you freak out or you get really emotional because of the contact, They'll wait or to go to somebody else. So let them know that you're ready, that you welcome any signs from them. And 
be open. Not, it could be an after-death communication sign or it could be a physical sign that you're feeling them. And people say, Sandra, how do I know it's them? You'll know. You'll know in your heart if you say to yourself, is this coming to me or is this coming from me? You know when it's your own mind sometimes or what's your imagination. And imagination will just come in and go away. But your intuition, your soul, spirit communication keeps coming back. And you are, this is a big thing too, Sandra. A lot of people who are experimenting with mediumship, they're very sensitive. They can't shut it off. They're walking around. They say, I see the people, I see uh, people on the other side all day. That's an untrained medium. You have to learn the master of your abilities. I don't really like to say gifts too much because gifts sounds like I have it and you don't. Master the ability of how the psychic mechanisms of yourself work. So you are the master of your abilities. It is not the master of you. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we, yeah. we're all familiar with gut instincts, right? So that is, sure. a, that's a psychic ability. So it's like, duh, we have them. You can feel when you walk into a room, somebody's got good vibes, somebody you want to stay away from. We do have this. Like you say, you know, if you want to go train to be a medium and some people that is, you know, there's maybe a soul's plan or something, but we all, right. all of us can, can start this kind of stuff immediately. And maybe you can shed a little light on this when we die or step into the other side. I don't think we are given all knowing of the whole universe so that they know how to do all this stuff. Oh God. Yes. You know, God, you're a good woman. God, you've done your work. (laughs) Um, Because a lot of people, they come to me. I had one woman come to me and she said, can my father help me with my finances? And I say this story all the time. And I said, well, how was he here with money? And she said, he sucked with money. Uh, or he was awful with money. And I said, well, he still is. I said, just because somebody passes away doesn't make him a bookkeeper or an accountant or a financial advisor. Um, now, maybe, maybe, Sandra, if her dad was a banker or a financial planner and then he passes, he, he still has that knowledge. We'll be right back to hear more from John Holland. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like. Being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant 
Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. If you feel stressed, suffer from fatigue, moodier than usual, or would like to fall asleep easier and sleep more soundly while losing weight, do we have something for you? Accelerate and Elevate. I take Elevate Performance Supplement in the morning for energy and laser focus for work. Then before bed, I take Accelerate, weight management and sleep combo. And indeed, I now sleep soundly through the night. Plus, I'm losing weight. It's amazing. I've maybe gotten four to five hours of sleep max a night. I'm sleeping between six and seven. I wake up to use the bathroom, but I go right back to sleep, which has never happened before, which is pretty awesome. I noticed a higher level of happiness. I also noticed that I wasn't taking naps. I had more energy. I was more in the moment with my kids. Like we were laughing more. We were more excited. Every single person needs to feel this. I lost 10 pounds and five and a half inches off my waist. And I'm so proud of myself. It gives you energy. It helps you sleep better. It just works. I stand by it 100%. I was on a handful of medications to help me sleep, to help me be happy. Tons of therapy. When I'm ready to go to sleep, I'm getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night. I've lost some pounds, um, inches mainly. My family has me back. Try Accelerate and Elevate. Discounted for listeners to the show. Plus further discounts with the George Power Pack, including a free gift. Learn more and order now at our website, energyfocussleep.com. That's energyfocussleep.com. Or 800-394-9930. So jump on the path now to all-day energy, better sleep, and weight loss with Accelerate and Elevate. EnergyFocusSleep.com. EnergyFocusSleep.com. Or 800-394-9930. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're here with medium John Holland. And John, you were just saying that just because we transition, we don't have all the information in the universe. I had two sisters come to see me, too. And uh, the, the mother came through, and that was fine. And I, at the end of the reading, I heard one of the sisters sigh. And I said, were you not happy? She said, no, John, the reading was great. I, you know, I, I know it was my mom. She said, but the one thing I wanted to hear was my mom tell me, should I divorce my husband? And I said, oh, darling, look. I said, those on the other side, they cannot interfere with the karmic lessons that we're supposed to learn here. They can't, all right? So um, she can't say, yeah, divorce him. It's not her job. That's a, a, that's a thing you have to deal with, that they're there to support you, that they're there to help you, but they don't become all-knowing in every single subject. Some people come to see me, they want their loved one to give them spiritual advice. Well, do they do spiritual service here? Uh, just see what I mean? I hear you chuckling. I do. You know, and I, can I really believe, it's true though, I really believe that when you go to the other side, 
um, you may have a higher view of things. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I liken it to this. If you're in space or above the earth, you can see where a river starts, right? You see right. from what ocean it turns into a river, and you can see where it, the river is going. Um, just a higher view, but you can't influence it. Do you see what I mean? Yes. So I think that they can help you, guide you, put you at the right place at the right time, play with synchronicity to show you that they're there, but they're not all-knowing beings, meaning your loved ones. Then you've got the guides and the angels, which is a whole other level, you know, the celestial plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe a dumb question, but are our loved ones just floating around us? Or are they up to things? Are they continuing their life? Are they continuing learning? Uh, yes. And it's weird. We try to explain. Um, one of my good colleagues, and she became a friend of mine who used to tour with Wayne Dyer, Anita Morjani. Love her. And yes, with the most kindest woman in the world, too, also, and a good friend in, in her book, dying to be me woman passes away she she was on death's door goes to the other side she had stage four cancer tumors the size of um uh, tennis balls and she meets her dad and she had the whole experience over there on the other side and he says if you come back uh you have a job here and but she you know it was fascinating hmm. she said to me that um when she was on the other side she could see her family in the operating room all looking down at her she didn't know how to connect to us and see so first of all i i will answer your question but those on the other side they also have to learn how to do this again communicate with physical beings with the power of thought yeah so you know and then when she came back i uh, will and this goes to your question what are they doing on the other side now we try to explain it in physical forms do that because they'll come through saying they they'll they'll tell me on the other side or show me look they have their body back is it really a body or are they really showing me that? Isn't it a spiritual body? I still don't know, and I don't even claim to know all the answers. I can only go by what I've heard from near-death experiences, mm-hmm. um, like Anita and Raymond Moody's work, who I love. Mm-hmm. Near-death experiences in the book also I write about. But I've been, I've been told on the other side that there's schools, there's meadows, there's different places of existence. Now, here's something that it shows you. I did a reading for a mom once when I was living in uh, Massachusetts. Now I'm up in New Hampshire. And as she was sitting with me, I think it was in a group sitting, I said, I just saw a wheelchair push across the room. I said, why is your son, I already connected to the son, I said, your son is telling me he's not in the wheelchair anymore and he's running the bases, B-A-S-E-S. And I said, do you understand that? And she started to cry. And I said, "What, what does that mean? because I don't know sometimes. And she says, John, when he was born, he had spina bifida and he passed suddenly because of a a situation that happened. He hurt his neck and he passed as a a young boy. So he couldn't walk his whole life because of the spina bifida. Up in his room, uh, he would sit in his wheelchair and look out the window and the baseball field was across the street where he could see all the boys playing. And he always longed to be with those boys, but he knew he never would. So here he is. He passes away, tells me, tell him my mom, I don't need the wheelchair and I'm up running the bases now. So he's playing baseball on the other side. So is that for me to show the mother? Is it really a baseball field? I don't know, Sandra, but I can only go by the things that I hear. I had another grandmother say to me, just tell, tell my granddaughter um, that she, I'm in my favorite chair on the porch. And, she, and that's exactly what she loved doing is sitting in this wicker rocker on her front porch overlooking her garden. So are they doing things on the other side? Are there places? I believe so. And Brian Weiss, because I'm I'm so blessed to be an author, I get to meet these people. Uh, Brian Weiss, many lives, many masters. Every time he would do a group regression, I would 
fall asleep. And I said, Brian, why does this happen? Because I'm a somnambulist. I went deep. He said, the only way, he said, the best thing to do is if you had a past life regression yourself personally. So who did it? Brian himself. So how cool is that? Very. He took me to, you know, he took me to that. I was into that in-between. I had a few past life experience, but I was in that in-between place. Not there, not here. Like there, in the middle. I felt my guides, heard them. I saw meadows. And you're going to hear this a lot. I know you and a lot of people heard this. The other side cannot be described because there's no words to describe it. It's the strangest way to say this. Everything is all energy, the colors, the, the, the flowers. It's just really, really different. But I was there and that's what I saw. So I believe that we do do other things and what another one really quickly. I had a, a son come through, tell my mom that I'm now teaching kids. Well, just before he passed away, he was about to graduate college with a, uh, a bachelor's in teaching. So he does still go on to do what he wanted to do in this life, teaching kids on the other side. It's, I don't know if we'll ever, you know what, Sandra, this is what's going to happen. We'll know when we go there. You know? I know. But I, know. I, can, I can only give the best evidence possible. I, have, I can't. I, I have yeah, a story. I can only give the best evidence. I have a story for Love you. Love to hear it. And, and for listeners, um, before my dad passed away, he had, well, first of all, he had cancer 30 years prior and he didn't die. He's one of those miracles that survived. He did all the mind over matter and the meditation and worked with Dr. Bernie Siegel and, and all those kind of things. So he yes. spent 30 years really trying to help people live. But he used to always say, you, you know, you got to fight this illness. You don't get to bring your toys with you. Da 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 da. So, I was secretly studying, is there ever any evidence of the afterlife? Just based on my own fears of dying. You know, I sure. never told anybody. Dad was very religious, uh, spoke about Jesus more than anybody else on the planet, and went to Catholic church every day. And yeah. he he ended up passing away from cancer. And towards the end, I, I just knew in my heart I had to tell my dad about my secret study of the afterlife. And so with really big eyes... He's looking at me like a little bit freaked out, but also a little bit interested. And then, John, it came out of nowhere. I'm seeing a yellow airplane with black lettering, a tail dragger, as they called it. Dad was a pilot. And I said, Dad, I don't know why I'm seeing this, but I'm seeing this airplane and da-da-da-da-da. I'm feeling that a man is here, and he's laughing and telling me to tell you that you were wrong, that he did get to bring his toys with him. And John, in that moment, my dad started to cry. He said his friend Jim had passed. Jim was a pilot. He had the yellow airplane with the black lettering. And he had had cancer. And dad said, I was always trying to help him say, you got to fight this. You can beat it because you can't bring your toys with you. With you. So dad then said, Sandra, tell me everything you know. And it was because of dad who said, Sandra, when I'm gone, promise me you write a book. And that's how this all started. And wow. um, so I do believe that it's a great place. Maybe Earth is designed very similar to it, but they don't have all their the answers of how to communicate. So if it takes using some of the practices within your book, even setting a time, mom, today or tomorrow, we're going to, you know, yes. I'm going to quiet my mind and ask you to step forward and, you know, give that feedback. They don't have all the answers, but that you still have the relationship. It's funny you say that at the same time because um, I teach my students, and this is how I was taught, is every Tuesday at 6 p.m., uh, this is in England, every Tuesday for two straight years, 
I would sit in a spirit circle with other uh, mediums and you would for an hour and half an hour of just getting quiet, feeling like your loved ones come close, uh, what it feels like for spirit to come close. And there was a medium that would keep our eyes open and watch all of us and then half an hour give off what we got. And uh, through that practice is how uh, I started, you know, really, you know, refining, um, you know, the ability. But um, I forgot where I was going with that, Sandra. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, you and I are so funny. We were talking about uh, Tuesday. 6 p.m. Yes, every setting Tuesday. an appointment with yes. spirit. Yes, every Tuesday. That's right. The schedule. You said setting the time. Yep. I beg your pardon. So every Tuesday, um, I was committed. And the organizer, I mean, it was in her home. She said, listen, be here at 6 o'clock. Spirit is going to be here at 6. So you honor them because they're going to be here. And if you weren't there by 6, they would lock the door. Um, and you couldn't get in because they didn't want you disturbing. So I was there. And, you know, and I took the bus to get there. So I was there all the time. When you're doing this kind of work, I teach my students also, whether you're meditating, communicating with spirit, try to do it in the same room at the same time. What happens is the energy in the room or that space, if you don't have a full room, because the energy starts to build around it and around it. Where it's, uh, it gets easier and easier to make that contact because you've already built up the energy um, in the room. And if you can't be there at the same time, at least try to do it in the same spot. And it gets easier and easier to slip into that space because there, there is a feel to the room, just like you said, when you, can, when you meet someone or you walk into a room, that's clear sentient. You can feel it. So it is. Make a commitment and set a time. Make an appointment with spirit. And they will never let you down. So you try to stay to the appointed time. So, you know, good on you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. And I'd like to talk just a little bit about your thoughts on being human a bit, because it's so easy to be a skeptic. And it's so easy, even me, with all this years of doing all this, I don't wake up in the morning remembering this. You know, I get the negative thoughts in my head. Sure. Do you think... The, the world of negative thoughts or doubt or cynicism, skepticism and all that is just part of being human and it keeps us tied into the game of life. I mean, because it's, I don't even know if I'm asking a real question here, but no, I understand your thoughts. No, maybe we're can... physical beings and spiritual beings. And a, mm-hmm. a gentleman asked me once, why would I want to, he says, I'm, you know, we're in the physical world. Why, why do I even want to uh, investigate or to understand or discover my spiritual side? I said, because they said, you're a physical being and a spiritual being. We're both. If you're too physical and not acknowledging your spiritual side, or if you're spiritual, Sandra, who, and for the people who take it way too far, they forget they're physical. Right. Everything is like woo-woo. It's a 50-50. To honor only one side, whether it's physical or spiritual, you're only living a life half-lived. We have to take a short break. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stay right there. There's more Sandra coming right up. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, uh, the paranormal, uh, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow. This paranormaldate.com thing really works. Maybe paranormaldate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, big Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with the amazing John Holland. John, before the break, we were talking about being human and the mistakes we've all made. I make mistakes. I say stupid things. We have these thoughts. Be a human. 
And just remember, if you, if you have a negative thought or if you snap at somebody or you say something too soon to somebody, um, you know, that's your ego, not your soul doing that. What are you going to do about it next time so you don't have that reaction? But it's, we're human. It's okay. I don't walk around levitating with my palms up, you know, with beams of light coming out of my hand. I'm a human. I'm just a guy. And a lot of people forget that I'm just a guy um, who has this ability and they think that I know all the answers. I don't. It's 50 50. I'm doing the best that I can with the time that we have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it comes out of making the wrong decisions that we learn to make the right decisions. It comes out of the, Absolutely. some of the most horrific uh, traumas and, and rotten things that happen to our life. I think that have us wake up and have our still souls start to grow and start getting us on the spiritual path. Right. I would have never yep. been on this had my dad not died the way he did and the family start fighting the way we did and learning about growth. And out of the worst thing that's ever happened to me, when I hit the deepest, darkest time of my life, came the absolute best thing that's ever happened to me, me being on this journey and now being able to share. Yep. And you know this too, like me with that accident. Um, I didn't, I, it, it, that accident actually saved my life because like I said, I was a young man living in the crazy LA, you know, Los Angeles being from new England, you know, uh, it was crazy life living out there. But, um, situations you may think of the worst times in your life or the people in your life with the worst negative relationship, they can be the biggest. I learned this from a colleague of mine too. It's a, it can be a situation like that, that you learn the most from uh, or a negative situation can be the biggest spiritualist catalyst for you. Because if everything's good, you, you, you're learning. I understand that, but it's those hard lessons, the hard things that happen to you. That's when you really shift. If you do something about it, mm-hmm. if, if something happens to you, yes, you can complain that my parents were like this. My parents were like this. And, but, but what are you going to do about it now? Do you see? So don't complain that this is what life did to me. What are you going to do about it? You know, we, we have free will here. Yeah. Neil Donald Walsh has a great Love quote. Him. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's something to do with your dreams fulfilled or outside of your comfort zone. I, yeah. I bashed whatever the quote is, but it really is. It takes courage. Uh, fear can arise, but it, it's like you've got to cross that barrier you got to right. take action, and it may not be comfortable, but there's right. great stuff there. John, can you talk a little bit about our soul? Who are we as soul beings? And, you know, is there a plan for our soul? You notice that everything is soul, soul, soul now. Right. That word is really, really big. And I always say to my students or the audience, what is the soul? You hear soul food. That person has soul. Look at them dancing. Their soul is beaming. What is the soul? What is the soul? And, and for this conversation, soul and spirit, same thing. In the book, I break it down differently. But for right now, same thing. I say to people, what, it, what does it mean to you? And you hear all kinds of answers. But it's really, it's our essence. It's who you really are. You are a soul that comes with a body not a body that comes with a soul. Everyone thinks, oh, I'm a body and I have a soul with me. No, you're a soul first that has a body. You were a soul long before you incarnated into this world. You're going to be a soul long after you leave this world. Um, you know, the, and the soul, the other side, that's, that's our real home. So it's the essence. And your soul tries to get your attention all the time th- through different ways. It tries and tries. Dreams, intuition, synchronistic events, and wake-up calls. Those are the four top ones that I write about my wake up call. I mean, your soul's like, okay, let's give him this dream, see if it puts him on the path. Nah, didn't listen to that intuition, give him that little nudge. Nope. Okay, we'll put these people in situations in front of him, didn't listen to it. 
And then finally, wake-up calls. My wake-up call was that accident. And I believe that we don't get too many of them. That's an opportunity. Now, I'm not saying that my soul made me have that accident, or maybe it was planned. I don't know. But it put me on the path of where I was going. And by me accepting that accident and saying, okay, my life has got to change, um, I met my soul halfway, in other words. My physical self met my soul, and I did a lot, I did a lot of work. So the soul is, is who you really are. And some people say to me, too, Sandra, what's my purpose, John? I, I'm so confused. What's my purpose? Now, our, we get confused. The pur- our purpose is not to be a, a host like you, a radio host or an author or me, a medium or um, um, a mom just to be a mom or the president to just to be a president or a, of a company or something. Your sole purpose for here is to be all that you can be, a divine being from God or the source using your gifts, talents, and abilities to help others. So that's what I say. It's um, my, my ability of mediumship uh, me as a medium, is, I, my purpose wasn't to be a medium. It's to use that ability of mediumship to help others um, in any way that I can. So basically, I think that's it. It's your essence. It's your soul. It's basically your essence. But we don't listen to it a lot, uh, Sandra. We forget that we even have one. Like I said, technology is pulling us away from our soul. It'll always be there, but we're so programmed now to be in the outside world. Mm-hmm. And seek all the answers on our outside, whether it's the uh, the world around us or technology. So, go in once in a while, have a soul check once in a while. And if you're ever saying to yourself, for you, for anyone who's listening, for all the people who are listening, if you keep saying, "I really want to take that class," or like me, I would drive by the SPCA, the Society of Prevention of the Cruelty to Animals. For weeks and weeks, I kept saying, maybe I should go in there and ask them, can I help raise money? Maybe I should go in there. Well, I finally did. I had my own animal charity that raised $135,000 for animals that need certain uh, operations for the New Hampshire SBCA. That's your soul. Anytime you keep saying, I can't keep living this way, what's wrong with me, I really should. If it keeps coming back to you, those statements, that's your soul's way of saying, You've got to check in with me. And that's when you have to learn to, to meditate a little. Help me. So show me the synchronistic events. So there was a little, you know, there's a little work working with your soul. It took us years to not listen to it. It just takes a little more time now to, to understand how it works and its promptings. Listen and to pay attention to these synchronicities and these little passions that you've had. And they can change throughout your life. I don't think there's one thing we're meant to do. But when you sure. said help others, you know, in my invisible writing I'm doing right now, help others, underline, 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 underline. It really is about using who we are and making a difference for others. We tap yeah, into you know that what, Sandra, for ourselves. Absolutely. One person said to me too, I'm just one person. What can I do? And I said, are you kidding me? One kind act can create a ripple effect that reaches farther than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And that's simply, that's your soul saying to do this. Don't do it because uh, you want something back. The universe will take care of you in, in its own way. But I do this sometimes. I go through tolls, even though I have that piece of equipment that I can just buzz through the toll. But mm-hmm. every once in a while, if I'm drawn to, I will go where people have to throw the coins and I'll reach into my car and, and I'll take out the money and she'll see that I can get through. And I'll say, this is for the person behind me. Tell them right. have a good day. Maybe they were having such a bad day or they were hurt by someone or they didn't believe in people and and they go through that toll. Maybe that'll change that person's mind 
at least for that moment, and then they go on and it makes them have a better day. You never know what one kind act is going to do for you. You don't know the ripple effect, and you may never know, but trust me, kindness and love, it ripples through the world. It ripples through the universe, and when that gentleman says, well, I'm just one man, what can I do? Imagine if all of us did something like that, mm-hmm. or, you know, I believe in the power of numbers. So, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a movie called Pay It Forward that came out many yes, years ago. Yeah, that little kid, remember? Uh, yeah, it was great. And I have interviewed a ton of people, John, that have had near-death experiences. And when they talk about the life review, it is going through life, seeing the difference you made with other people. A lot of it, first, the negative. You actually get to feel any pain or sorrow or whatever. However, after that, you get to see the ripple effect of the good that you've done. And that amazes me. And that helps me live now that... It's easy for me to compliment someone I don't know, or if they've got a great smile, I tell them. So we have just a few minutes left. Any final words of motivation or inspiration or well, whatever? Uh, I, I say, too, if a lot of people, they put their phone beside them when they go to bed, and I understand that it could be the alarm. Um, but if you're, you're just really quickly, you, you wake up, you just left, the, you were in that beautiful sleep state. Before you reach for the technology, yes, okay, shut the alarm off if that's what you, you know, that's how, if you use your phone for that. But put your hand on your heart in the middle of your chest and just just have one word to set the tone for the day, whether it's peace, healing, love, prosperity, uh, a positive word. Um, And before you look at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, emails, because you're leaving that beautiful place that you just were, your spirit was on the other side rejuvenating, just like your body is in the physical, and you go immediately into technology, all right? Before, put your hand on your heart and say, I am soul. S-O-U-L, I am soul, and set that word. So my thing that I I came up with, um, Sandra, is instead of reading, first thing in the morning, instead of reaching for your outer technology, reach for your inner technology. Yeah, start that, start your day off that way. Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Yep, I love it, I love it. Well, John, thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for being our guest today. Oh, Sandra, thank you so much. And for our listeners, thank you for being here. It's funny how we started out talking about Disney and the movie Soul, and we end this episode talking about our souls. Coincidence or divine planning? Question, what are you going to do today? And how are you going to be going forward? Are you going to look for the good in people? Take the stuff that happens in life as education for the soul and look to see what you can learn from it? Are you going to pay it forward or do a random act of kindness? You can call or message a friend to tell them how much you care for them, or perhaps pay a compliment to a stranger. We are each souls having a human experience, and we are so much more powerful than we realize. I'd like to leave you with this thought. Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. Again, thank you to our guest, John Holland, and visit johnholland.com. Also, come join us at one of our free Sunday gatherings. Find out more at wedontdie.com. I'm Sandra Champlain. Thanks for listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.
And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.